Welcome back to Ad Bros. Um, let's go around the table. This is Shay, the original Queens Don Dada. Yo, this is this is the thousand representing Southside Chicago in Brooklyn. Lived here in New York 13 years. Back for a cameo appearance. Happy to be mm. here. Yeah. This is Colfax, also from the South Side of Chicago. Representing 87th, representing Clinton Ave, representing Ad Bros. Easy Rose, man. Get your paper and stay out their way. Like I said, it's your boy, the Grady Baby from Decatur by way of ATL, all day AD. Yeah, man, it's Tony Stallion, the chef in the building. Um, Wu-Tang forever. What, what are we doing? Are we am, doing? I, am I hosting? You're hosting. All right, cool. Wu-Tang so, you know what? Today, is we're going into March, uh, into Q1. I just want to hop into uh, topics that's happening right now. So... The big thing that's all over the internet, all over fucking CNBC, MSNBC, CNN, all that shit, motherfuckers are going crazy about this coronavirus, right? We've been hearing about it for like the last three, four weeks, exponentially exploded over like, I would say like the last seven days or so. Mm -hmm. I want to just hear everybody's overall thoughts, because I know like some folks are getting like coronavirus kits, like, you know, some motherfuckers is like wearing masks, all types of shit. I was at the airport the other day yeah. and it was crazy. I felt like I was in Hong Kong. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" So, just want to get all of the Abro's overall thoughts. So, let, let's go around well, the table. Well, I've basically just been reading about it, checking out different podcasts. Uh, from my understanding, that this uh, coronavirus started from what they're saying is a research lab, um, mm. basically from like some minister of like defense and bioweaponry, right? So suppose this is a theory, right? Supposedly, like you know, a lot of the animals that they test at these these facilities, they didn't uh, actually um, more or less uh, burn the animal, right? Cremate the animal. So, so the theory is that a lot of these animals that they are uh, testing out these biological weaponry on was either you know let go or they were sold on a black market for like food. It was a bat soup. Well, but I'm about to get to that, right? Because you know, if you think about like exotic animals, there is a black market for people eating. <clears throat> Exotic animals, regardless of where they're from. So, I've been saying that this this virus. Um, Hold on, can I stop you real quick? What you know? What's crazy? Humans will eat anything, bro. One hundred percent. A motherfucker will put. You top a, of the food chain. Humans are top of the food chain. We are still. Bro, a bat soup. Uh, yeah, omnivore. Real quick sidebar. One time, I was watching fucking uh, what's his name, Bourdain. <laughs> yeah, Bourdain. And he ate, ate a warthog's penis. <laughs> Did y'all see that episode? No, I was like, damn! I'm like, you eating a cooked asshole? But that's kind of what can I are. can I see your Bourdain and raise you fucking um what mountain horses? Bear Grylls was watching that. <laughs> this motherfucker took moist elephant shit. Oh yeah, and drank the water out of the just shitted elephant shit. Did that? Bear Grylls, he took the water that comes out of the poop, the dung, but his and that nigga got dysentery, bro. <laughs> The caveat is that you gotta make sure it's fresh, right out right. the anus, right out that's, the ass. That's oh, the what? Yeah. Oh, Literally. it's gotta be fresh out the ass. Fresh out the hold on. What are you talking about? Anyway, we're we talking about some, Wait, some look some at Rose's face. He yeah. can't handle it. <laughs> I, I'm bugging out over Wait, here. Wait, go back to Corona. I'm sorry. <laughs> Holy let's not, let's shit. go back. 
Let's what are go your back. thoughts on Corona? God, Finish damn, your thoughts. My, my apologies. All right. Damn, fresh out the ass. Okay. Um, anyway. Anyway. Anyway, so it's, it's supposedly um, that this, this virus started from a biological lab, made its way into a lot of food systems. And if you even think about like mad cow, bird flu, it comes from bad agriculture, right? People, these big agriculture companies farming animals in an inhumane way and next thing you know it's a fallout from that so foreign foreign agents yeah connecting yeah that's so so if you think about precipice. you know whatever with the uh, corona shit that's going on now um i mean i think you kind of need to be aware of it i know i don't you can take it serious as you want but you can't just like not ignore it because it's all but would news. you say you're scared oh, well here's the thing um we we all get coronaviruses all the time yeah the common cold is technically a corona right <clears throat> but it's just this particular cold that's going on now is one. It can be transferred um, from one human to the next. Like the, like the the infection like in terms of infection rate is like ridiculous. So if you got a hundred people in a room, eighty people are gonna get the shit right from one person. So I just think you kind of have to take it serious because if you think about flu, I mean we yeah. get the flu thing going on all the time, right? And you know, people die from all the time, right? But I just think uh, this particular coronavirus is leapfrogging. It's becoming a pandemic. It's going from country to country. You see, it's been reported in somewhere out in Wisconsin now, I mean, Oregon. So it's here. It's here in the United States. It's only going to get bigger, especially in spots like New York City. Yeah. Um, country spots, I can't really say. Like, you know, these outlets where there's not a lot of people like rural America. But, yo, the major <coughs> cities, yeah, you kind of you need to be very aware of this shit. Yeah, I, yeah. I was just gonna say, take it serious. I, I, I was just gonna say, just make sure you get the just right information. Go. Yeah, don't freak in, out. In, in, but in terms of uh, preventative measures, I think there's just a lot of things being thrown out there in the news and media, and like a lot of misinformation. Um, and also, they're still trying to figure out how it's uh, a couple things about how it's spread. So just make sure you have the right information. Wash your hands, etc. I mean, right now, and you know, we're recording this. Obviously, you won't see this, but on the New York Times. Of the five stories that are literally on the front page, of the 10, excuse me, five are on corona, including the one that says first coronavirus death in the U.S. confirmed in Seattle area. Mm -hmm. This is serious. Immediately, the only other time that the CDC has issued and the World Health Organization, the WHO, at the same time said prepare in the United States was 1918, Spanish flu, and Ebola. 2014 right 15 so. those are the only other times when they were like prepare wash your hands da, da, da. and when they say prepare that means to stay in place yeah because certain no countries movement. right now Are i think leaving. they said japan to about cancel the olympics right uh certain countries is like locking down like in what, what uh, where it started at like they they basically have like completely stopped commerce with the actual virus actually kind of you know jump leapfrog from so it's it's affecting once it starts affecting the money, you kind of got to take it serious. Oh, and it's going to literally affect real, right? the money in the sense that you won't even be able to use you sound have, money, cash yeah. money. You can't touch it. Yeah, because it carries nine days. It carries, this is viral, not bacterial. But we talking about so, the whole country shut down on Olympics. No it's doubt. Real. So therefore, we need to prepare, even if it means buying shit that you can take back. Right. Face masks and gloves and things anyway. like that. We need to do that. That's the thing is that and then, you know, at the same time, the dog whistles coming from Washington really make me more aware that this is something we should be preparing for. So that's my thinking on it. Yeah. So like, I know you mentioned the Olympics, but the prime minister in Japan has actually closed down schools for a month to kind of contain the virus. 
Um, as for myself, I mean, like, it's still, um, we're in a space where it's still like a, a sample size of people that's a really small sample size. So I'm not saying like I'm not paying attention to it. Yeah, like I'm paying attention to it. But you know what? Like, as a, as a, me growing up as like a black man, like I've always, like I wash my hands everywhere I go. I wear Perel everywhere I go. Like I judge people that come out the bathroom who don't wash their hands Absolutely. and they wet their hands and they just slick their hair back. And I'm like, yo, nope. that shit looks crazy to me. Yep. Um, secondly, uh, in addition to that is like, you know what? Um, just just me, I don't know, like just me being black, like I felt like they put they brought slaves over here right. to fucking come over here because we could our just genetically we can handle like things. handle yeah. withstand certain things. So I mean I'm I think it's something we're paying attention to, but I'm not freaking out about it. Like we had swine flu, we had bird flu, we had Ebola, like all this stuff that came and went, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not tripping about it. Yo, you know what's so funny when you saying that? Like, I thought about that one day too, where they were like, I was watching something on the news, I was in the gym, and I was looking at it, and I was like, yo, I was like, black people, we did the transcontinental shit for yeah. what? Like, how did that? How long did that last? 150 years? No, I'm talking about the the actual well, I, I shipping, the actual 16, shipping. 16 yeah. Like so from 1619 to 1812. The Negroes were shit, bro. Yeah, you right? here for a reason. So it's like you know what? This might be ignorant, and I'm I'm fine Same. with it being ignorant. But fuck I, it, I don't give a fuck. I'm 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 amongst family. It's like yo, if my ancestors could survive that shit, nigga, nigga, that Wuhan shit ain't got shit on the bowels of a slave ship. For me, hypotension for months. Bro, they hypertension shit niggas and diabetes is, is a quicker killer than coronavirus. I'm worried about hypertension. Bro, yes, I'm sir. <laughs> and you know what we're talking about Black History Month for I didn't I didn't really get a, a chance to go. A cop will quicker than the virus will. There you go. Yeah. I've been in the gym like running and trying to eat salads like like that. So like that's that's where right. I'm at with it. Staying healthy, yeah. Um. No, so I you know uh, <laughs> <laughs> that it's just funny just having everybody's opinion. Like I know it's it's been a popular uh, yeah. subject. I've seen cats get like survival kits, but actually outside of survival kits, for anyway. specifically for coronavirus. To your point, I think you should have one just anyway, right? Yeah. So like in my house recently, I bought a shit ton of water because one day. Shit might get fucked up. Yeah, so I was like, you absolutely. know what? I need some water. I need some canned goods. I got a big ass machete in my house just in case. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, yeah, bro, you never know. You a never machete? Know. You never know. No, a machete has always been the weapon of, uh, machete, of black people across all continents. It is. <laughs> you go to Jamaican. The go machete or the go, spear. Go to the islands. Go to Shatters. <laughs> any island, any country in the African diaspora in. Is a machete. South, they got machetes. Machetes. Yeah, they got farm a machete. You know what's great you about a machete? You can open up coconuts with it. Like, yeah, you the can feed yourself. about a machete is, is that it's relatively light. Yeah. yeah. And it can do a shit ton of damage. It's a Swiss, it's a Swiss armor knife for black people. You can take it short. Yep. You could do a lot of shit with a machete. So you could yeah. cut down weeds in your backyard. Yo, you, you could do so much with a machete. You could clear paths. You could cut down trees. But to your point, though, I do think, and I'm a former Boy Scout, right, which they're about to go under because they run out of money. But, but, look, on a for real, uh, I was just taught from, like, those, learning those skills, being a Boy Scout, and it's just from my dad. Like, you should just always be prepared, man. Like, you know, have. Yeah, if you stay ready, you don't have to get you ready. You got to get exactly. ready. Exactly. You know, talk about it. Yo, that's why, like, like I, I tell y'all all the time. Like I go to the gym, I do a couple rounds with the heavy bag and all that, cause I need to know just in case. Yeah, yeah. 
I could give a nigga a body shot, and it's gonna it, it's gonna make him it's well, gonna make him think different. You, yeah. you might have to fight for some water or some. I might have to too, fight babe. a nigga for water. Like, but this is my point. Hold on. Even if the spread of the disease doesn't spread, it still could create disruption to which you have yeah, all exactly. of the results. Is if it was spreading, even when Superstorm Sandy hit here, I remember seeing straight calamity and chaos. Yeah. Taxi cab drivers being dragged out of their their uh their, their cars. And beat right at the thing in front of a cop. You know what I'm saying? So oh, like when when food supplies start to get short in the bodegas and in the grocery stores in a city of nine million people as dense as we are, shit gets real. That's what I'm saying. Prepare for survival of the fittest. Horrible. This is what I will say. I think um, human beings we're prepared because we've been doing this a very long time. But with that being said, what I think we have to do is make sure we take care of ourselves first. Why are you going to work when you got a wild ass cough and a cold? Why are you going to work? Well, you already know that answer. For the but, money. but that's what I'm saying. You know that answer. Some people can't not go to work. Right. Bro. I always say we all, well, not all of us, but a lot of us are a couple paychecks away or like a couple um, missed mortgage payments away from being out on the street. Bro. Yeah, bro. Or like not it's paying real. your rent and just being out in the street, man. You yeah, said five o'clock, meaning if you won't. Should play that. <laughs> right. <laughs> or miss that fucking. Clock in shit, cause it's not even about a meeting. When motherfuckers go to work and you just literally don't get paid if you don't go, yeah, you know what I mean. That's serious. all of our retail, all of our fast food, a lot of all of a our lot of things change. And yeah. that's why I say you kind of got to take this virus very serious, cause it's gonna affect, it's gonna affect commerce. My biggest thing, what I've noticed with the with the whole coronavirus, is like one, yeah, it's getting a lot of media attention, right? But right. when they're shutting down borders and when they're talking Airports. about canceling things like Olympics, yeah. when factories in China are yeah. talking about shutting down, that shit is, is something That's to really something pay attention to, think about, to man. right? It's the money. Um, it, it's the money. It's Everything the money. is about money. You man, follow listen. the money, it lets you know. Yeah. Um. So man. anyway, I want, I want to segue out of corona. Let's, yeah. let, let's talk a little bit more positive. <laughs> Uh, we are about to enter Q2 of 2020, and uh, so a couple questions. Uh, are, are there any trends that we're seeing that we uh, want to acknowledge that we think that's interesting? Um, I know South by Southwest is in a couple weeks. Anybody going? What are your thoughts toward that? And then lastly, um, you know, there's been a big thing or conversation around climate change, right? And we've seen a lot of big companies like Amazon and Microsoft. They've like done a significant uh, investment or pledge toward like being green uh, right. going forward. Uh, like, what are your thoughts toward that? So, like, let's let's start with trends. Are, are there any trends that everybody's kind of like recognizing or seeing? TikTok, TikTok. I was just about to say like the the proliferation of TikTok, which is ironically mostly owned by the Chinese government. So it's interesting. It was one hundred percent owned by the Chinese. Government. I think Bloomberg ironically got us some interest in that too. Does it? Oh yeah. I mean, come on, man. It's, Ooh, wait, he's a there. motherfucker, ain't he? Come on, man. This is this is America. But uh, yeah, the TikTok revolution is um, you know, that's been taken off. But the funny thing about TikTok, you know, you're starting to see more trends in social media where big technology is doing a whole lot of editing of the content itself without your permission. So you know, on TikTok, if you say something highly political. It just ain't gonna make it. It's just gonna come down. Obviously, oh, because it's uh, know you know, it's all about the Chinese government. But you're gonna start seeing seemingly uh, more and more policing in social media, uh, probably with the exception of Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Any y'all going to South by South? Any other trends? Any y'all? 
No chance. Uh, South by South, South by Southwest. Any y'all going? Eh, I'm no. not going, but it's over. I feel like it's. I feel like it's more. It's been more of a, a tech. Why do you think it's lost its luster? Well, the reason is because a lot of brands go right. That's they're all they're not going say. there yeah. with a purpose. They're not going there with it's a lot plan. of marketing. You don't understand what it is that we ask for you. So, have you ever been before? No, I have. A lot of agencies are pulling out of it. But yes, there's an yeah. article about how agencies are declining South by Southwest. Yeah, it so, just reached its peak. So jump the shark. I'm actually going. Uh, I'll be going to South by Southwest in two weeks. Um, I'm excited. I've never been before. Um, and you know, I've looked at. I actually downloaded the app a couple of days ago, and I was looking at the schedule of events, and there's a lot of fucking shit happening. Yeah, and it's a, it's actually a lot of shit around um, cannabis and sexuality. I can see wow. that. So it'll I be, can see that. It'll be That's interesting to see, like you know, a lot of those panels. I'm I'm curious to see like what the discussion will be around that. So I'll I'll be sure to report that back. When, uh, well, when that's trends based, and that's a I guess that you could say that's a a good thing to think about in terms of trends because cannabis. Yeah, I mean, industry, you look at cannabis. Cannabis is legal what in 14 states now? Is that it? Or 14 many, uh, recreationally, 12 and 29 total. So when do you when do you think that uh, cannabis or do you think it'll ever be a hundred percent legal here? Yeah, for sure. I think um, that either when one of these Democrats gets in office, uh, primarily either. Bernie, Warren, or Buttigieg is even no, he didn't say that. But um, and and uh, who was the other one? One of the other three said it that they would legalize it. But I even think Trump might legalize it if the economy coming out of coronavirus is so uh, damaged that we have to find other means of you know one responding and two creating a new industry. It is literally a forty billion dollar industry waiting to happen. And they yep. have to legalize it at some point so that we can move it from state to state. Absolutely. But while it's not, and we could also export it, that's the other thing. Because um, we are the Saudi Arabia of cannabis, essentially. We're our, our environment, more, more than any other environment, including South America and throughout Africa, is, is primarily suited for cannabis growth because of the type of stock that hemp and cannabis are. It's just like corn and it's just like cotton. It's great for, for America. So we could literally corner the market on cannabis. We have the best cannabis in the world, and we could literally export it. Somebody's going to be smart enough to think about that, and they're going to do it. So, God well, damn, this is a, this is academic talking. Yeah, man, it's a TED talk. And even God kind of picking back on what you were mentioning about, like I guess gender, which is going to be like a big thing in South by Southwest. More and more brands are doing that. They're actually exploiting. I want to say exploiting, but they are putting out a bunch of like gender identity kind of initiatives. And you're starting to see that, you know, pretty much everywhere. So that is a trend that more and more people are identifying for whatever gender they want to be, partly because social media allows for that, right? So, yeah, I can see that definitely as a trend now. Um, I don't know what that trend looked like in terms of brand and how does that play out in marketing, but you're going to see definitely more and more of that. Can I ask a question? What did you all think? uh, It was in the last week or so. Um, what did you all think of like the whole Dwayne Wade and his trans daughter? Like, what did you all think of that? Like, my initial thought was, and I'm just gonna keep it really like short and light. But my initial thought was, um, I understood his position on like an awareness of the subject matter. However, I think again that like we're in this 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 environment in this age of like just sharing so much and having so many conversations that are not necessarily needed to be shared. So 
I was just wondering, like, you all's thoughts on, like, did do you think that it was necessary for him to go on, like, Good Morning America? Did you think that that needed to be a part of his documentary that was released on ESPN Plus? Um, like, what's your overall thought on that? I think for me, man, it's like that's his child. And he can more or less do what he want, right? Um, it's totally his prerogative. And uh, I guess he feel the need to support his child. Uh, for me, uh, I, I have no, I guess – issues against it because ultimately um Dwayne is gonna you know talk about how the way you want I guess if he's gonna tell a story about his you know child want to identify as whatever well it only makes sense for him to control that narrative right if you're gonna have to talk about it if somebody talk about it why like why not it be you right? absolutely so if it's gonna be one of those things that you know instead of a bunch of people out here talking about my child let me tell you about my child and then you know at that point it becomes a non-issue. It's like I told you this what it is. Move on. Yeah, accept it or not. Yeah, bounce. Yeah. Um, Rose. I, <laughs> nah, I guess for me, honestly, like I would just the reality. Like I'm not gonna touch on Dwayne Wade's son. Like he's a little kid to me, so I'm not gonna touch on him. But more so, uh, Dwayne Wade. Um, I don't know, man. I I I, I don't know, like. For him, maybe it's just like opportunity, you know, whether if it's awareness or whatever the case may be, maybe it's a bag involved, you know, opportunity. But I, I think I, I guess what I struggle with this whole thing is like with this whole gender fluidity that opens up conversations for more things that I think can be a little like a little bit more challenging, because if. In my eyes, it's like, all right, we have like this gender fluid person. Cool, whatever. But then when we have a conversation about a person, one day they might say, hey, I want to be age fluent. I am 40 years old and I identify as a 12-year-old kid. No, no, I'm serious. Uh, like these are real things. I identify as a 12-year-old person. So I want to be around 8, 9, 10, 11, 12-year-olds. Then that that can be kind of challenging. So it's one of those things you want to tread lightly with. Um, I think, you know, we have people or um, machines that are putting dollars behind these things. So like that's one thing. But I mean, I think that we're gonna get to a point where it gets a little bit more confusing, and not necessarily confusing, but it's like what where, where, where do we tether the line, right? So it's like Dwayne Wade, son. He, I feel like you know, there's age restrictions to things for a reason. Like he's not old enough to go to the military. He's not old enough to sign up for college. He's not, there's certain things that's happening. So, you know, you just want to kind of be careful about it and and um, definitely not sh put put any kind of like light on him. Like, yes, he's a part of a, a larger conversation, but I just think that just going down these, going down these pathways, um, it can get, a, it, it can become a slippery slope. I get it. I agree. Any other thoughts, comments toward that, or are we good? I think we good. We good. Damn no, Tony, you got to talk on this, man. Well, I, I mean, shit, he said he don't want to say nothing now. We got so a new host, man. To talk about it then. <laughs> I mean, he just he he's stepping back, bro. You can't force him. No, no, no. I mean, I could talk about it. Yeah, I mean, go ahead. It. The only reason why I didn't want to talk about it is because I felt I felt the consensus in the room. It's just like um, it's his it's his family, it's his child. Um, I think it could be helping some family in America that's struggling with it. So I appreciate him sharing his story. Um, and I think, you know, people, people who don't have that type of lifestyle, a child, I think should 
fairly keep your opinion to yourself. But like that's just but my thoughts think, on it. I do think Dwayne has come from a place of privilege, though. He's privileged enough that he can talk. He Absolutely. Can ha- he can have this conversation. Absolutely. His his child can be guarded from a lot of the backlash to, to, because of their money, right? You talking about a little poo poo in the and pookie in the in the hood who want to identify as whatever. That person still got to live in the hood and got to fight that fight every single day. And if you look at that same little individual who, you know, want to identify as whatever, the police still going to see that person as a dangerous black man, regardless of whatever you want to identify. You can be a man right now and dress up as a woman. You go out here, do some wild shit. The police is still going to treat you as a dangerous black man. So I would hope that regardless of the information that or the conversations that Dwayne is having with his daughter that he is still teaching his daughter that the world is still going to potentially see you as a threat regardless of whatever you identify it as that's deep real because hey they're not going to care that that's the wayne the wayne's son who use who's currently a daughter they're just going to see this is a dangerous nigga that i need to put in check that's deep and Damn. i might have to pop this motherfucker regardless so if he's not teaching his daughter that it doesn't matter what everybody thinks. You still got to navigate this world, You still got to navigate how the world sees See and you, perceives you. Regardless of what you identify Because as. he probably go wound up being 6'3", six, 6'4", six, yes. and, and 240 yes. pounds or whatever. Yeah. So Wait, no matter how... Are you describing Magic Johnson, well? son? What did you say? But are he's privileged, too. Magic, he's privileged, too, though. When the way you were saying it, it's like, are you describing Magic Johnson, son? No, <laughs> I'm actually just talking about what the genetic default is, yes, right? Yeah, yeah. I, it's I, like... I, like yeah, there's there's a solid chance that Dwayne Wade's daughter, son Zara, uh, like, Zaya, Z- I, think it's it. I, I don't know, yeah. but I'm trying to pay my respects. Yeah. Um, that that this young person is going to grow up, and and I'm talking it's purely as being a person who obvious you all can see me. I'm not a small man, right? <laughs> so like in that in that in that. In that, I have to actually be very cognizant of how the world perceives me. Yeah. More so than you all ever have to be. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's like if you're a black man or or, or whatever gender fluid person, trans person, whatever, and you're at a certain you stature, a you live a very different life, whether it's assumed or unassumed or whatever. It yeah. just is what it is. Yeah. Because you can think that you're one thing, but the world sees you very different. It's that whole it's that whole idea of um What's that from psychology class? The uh, the Jahari window. Do you all remember that? No. Nah, Go- I'll be around. Google it, niggas. Y'all <laughs> smart. Google that. Everybody shit. do that right now. What? Right. So it's like it's, yeah. there's a way that you see. You think the world sees you a certain way. The world sees you a certain way, and you think the world sees you. It's just it's the whole quadrant of like yeah. perception. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. Real. That's real. And that's I, marketing, right? Yeah. Kind of. Nah, I mean, in, in a way, in a way drives, it kind of influences right? But uh, I, I will but say, it is, life, it is. I will say, in addition to that, like, I, I absolutely see, I absolutely see where you're coming from. Um, and then, even, you know, talking about how, like, the world sees you, but, you know, I've I've been in counselors, like, just working on the agency side, right? And, like, I'm 6'2, you know, two, I'm, I weigh over 200 pounds, right? Versus me being a person who identifies um, in, that community, right? They might look at me and say like, hey, like, you know, that person is more approachable, although they might be like a little bit more sassier, um, testier than Absolutely. I am. You know what I mean? So like, I think that's a really good point. Um, but I will say that perhaps maybe him, you know, taking on 
um, taking on this challenge of like trying to get open, build awareness, I think that it could actually make it easier for people to accept too. Yeah, like he might he, he, he might actually be like a change agent. Yeah, yeah. And and actually, you know what? Like since we're talking about NBA stars and like their kids and all that, another thing that that came to my mind recently is I've been watching on on ESPN. I've been watching like Dwayne Wade's other son, uh, the older one, and is I've been. Zion? Is his name Zion? What's his Zion. name? I, I could be wrong. Apologies. Uh, Zion, beca- Zion became Zion. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I don't know. It, it's the something. Oldest, yeah. Yeah. I'm it's sorry. Apo- apologies, guys. So there's an older son who can hoop who's at Sierra Canyon. I think he's a senior, right? Right. And then LeBron's son is a freshman at Sierra Canyon, that school out in California or whatever. And I've noticed, like, over the last couple months or whatever, you've seen those kids in that team. Uh, they've been projected and pushed on um, on ESPN in a way that I've never seen before, right? Mm. Like you're seeing high school games. That high school team is playing. Yo, that yeah, they're they're on primetime ESPN. Yeah. They're playing schools in Florida, in Jersey, in Chicago. Like they are playing the creme de la creme of right. high school basketball. And as I look at it, I'm like, wow, is this is this exposure or is it exploitation? Well, anything on TV exploitation. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just curious, like, what's you all's what, what's you all's thoughts on like, should these kids at this age, in the age of social media, in the age of like media and broadcasting, like, are are these kids being cheated? Are they being exploited? Or is their brand actually being helped? I just think oh, I think uh, that no, that's, go ahead, please. I think that's is the cycle now of building a brand out of a person. I think that if you're an athlete and specifically you have the advantage of being a basketball player versus, say, a football player where you really don't get that early, early attention as a football player. So, you know, we're not we don't know who's in high school right now killing it. Right. But basketball, you can get video, social media. People are going to do it anyway. If you're attending an AAU game where LeBron and and D-Wade's kids are playing and I'm in the crowd, I'm going to already be putting that up on IG. So why not let them own that narrative? which I hope they're doing in partnership with whomever is the larger corporate body that's actually pushing this thing. Because I think ultimately, if they're good enough to make the league, it's only going to propel them further. And we're talking about creating billionaires. You know what I'm saying? So, like, to me, it starts now at 16, 17. Now, is it pressure for them? Sure. But are they – is that a responsibility that I'm sure they've already been prepared for because their parents are who they are? I would hope so. I think it's a combination of both. Um, So the reality is – Due, due to the reality that their fathers were such great players, right? Yeah. So you take I, – I can remember going back to watching Eric Gordon play in high school, right? And I remember it was a game he played Michael Jordan's sons. Now, Eric Gordon dropped 40 points on them, and I remember Michael Jordan being at the game. It was on ESPN. It was, like, this, the biggest thing ever. And, like, Michael Jordan's sons weren't that good, but it was, like, what's the story? So, like, I think when we're talking about, like, whether if it's television, advertising, whatever, there's a story. So, it's, like, LeBron, D-Wade, now, damn, what's the next thing up? Oh, it's their sons. Yeah. Are their sons? They son play ball. Are they any good? So, so, I like that story because, like you said, it's, like, the NBA, they already got the Zion narrative. So, it's, like, they're preparing for the next right. wave. Greatest Zion. entertainment yeah. product in the world because only they can do that. That's the storylines I'm talking about where it's like, okay, we saw LeBron, Kobe, yeah. and D-Wade start you know, at a certain point 
Now we're looking at their I, sons come I, up. That's an entirely new narrative. Right. I, I, so, I can catch a football. I cannot dunk on a rim. So, so, so that's kind of like where I was going with it, right? So it's like, all right, I've watched D, I've watched LeBron James actually in high school. Um, it was everything. The whole world stopped to watch LeBron James play, and now it's like his son is like. So you know what the average person is gonna ask? What? Who do you think the average person is gonna ask? It's his son. No, no, no. What do you think the average person is going to ask? It's like, yo, you are they Le- better than their parents? Is he any yeah. good? Yeah. So good? now we yeah. live in a social media environment. It's like, yo, is LeBron's son good? So it's it's kind of both. Now LeBron's son has exposure, but now it's almost putting him out there too to say, like, yo, is he good? Is like, I, I think this thing goes on and on and on. Yeah. So, do you think that do you think that it, it, it's undue pressure, or do you think that it, it'll actually break the young generation of of like a LeBron or? No, I don't think it breaks anything. Them them little dudes are rich. You know what I'm saying? So like it's yeah. it's 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 house's money, right? It's it's like the house's money. I think what I was saying earlier was like you know the reality. Is it's just a story. It's like the, mm. the part two. It's like Return of the Jedi. It's like it's like it's like a series. Um, and then LeBron's son mm. is gonna go to college or the NBA. I don't know if he's gonna be an All Star or Hall of Famer, but I don't think it really matters at that point anymore. Right. But then his right. other son is gonna be highlighted, right? So it's like because right. you know. real quick, just to pivot. To make it a marketing thing, I mean Nike probably looking at it like, I right, if they go to the NBA, we could do a commercial with D Wade and LeBron oh, playing sure. their kids yeah. or some cra- some like wild crazy There's lineage story. That. Oh, yeah. that yeah. that Nike is thinking of that and they are salivating at that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they, that yeah. is the perfect story for a Nike or or anybody, right? Like whether it's James Harden and let's see he, he has a kid right. and all that. It's like if you can do a generational story, it's brilliant. Yeah, I'm actually surprised like that nobody's done anything with Patrick Mahomes and his father. Mm. What's this, but or maybe his, his dad, father that big? Well, that's that was the other his, point. His, I think his father was still in the league. His father was a major league pitcher for what, 12 years? 12 years, something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, that's still a story. He might not have been amazing. He might not have been, you know, Dwight Good. You, so, you're, so, you're the professional athlete for 12 years. You had a successful career. So, so I think I you're think good. It, I think it yeah. dials back to this, right? <laughs> I think it dials back yes. to this, right? The reason why I don't think that story is as um, marketable mm-hmm. is because it's almost like take the NBA, right? So we have guys on the team, the NBA team, and they win a championship. They might not have been the best player. Let's take Derek Fisher. Let's play. Let's Jack take. Haley, bro. Let's, got five chips. let's take Derek Fisher. Let's take uh, Steve Kerr. You know what happens? You win a championship. Michael Jordan is the best player on the team, bro. Shaq and Kobe's the best player on the team. But because you are a part of that lineage of greatness and you won those rings, you get a coaching job. So Derek Fisher was a coach. Steve uh, Kerr is Steve only Kerr's a coach. Only a coach because. He was on TV first. Yeah, but he's only he a coach. On he's he only was on a coach TNT. because he got those rings, bro. Let's oh, not be course. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is my Let's point. Let's not be crazy. So that, right, what you're saying Let's not is be crazy. my point. That's my yeah, point. Sure. So my point is, it's like. It's easier to start at the top and then just watch the waterfall and just like like or what happens what like what happens after that versus like you know it's like Kobe's dad. Kobe's dad was in the NBA too and he played overseas. But Kobe don't know shit about. Yeah. Nope. We don't. Jelly bean. I'm done. Drop mic. Right. That's true. Right. That's uh that's it. So, I mean, yeah, so I I think we could probably wrap up right there. I think that was a good discussion. Um so let's close out. Uh, guys, it's always been a pleasure. Uh, I, I'm happy that I got a chance to host two in a row. 
Two in a, a, couple, a couple in a row, like that's rare. Uh, but this is Voltron, though. The fact that we got all six of us here, uh, you know, that's amazing. So God bless everybody here. Absolutely. Have a good night. And I, I just want to say one wild thing. Yeah, oh, go ahead. Yeah, wild, it's gonna be mad wild. There's a lot of bread in here. Talk about it. <laughs> There's a lot of bread in here. It's okay. Everybody hey. here is a six figure nigga. That's crazy. <laughs> Ain't that crazy? <laughs> All right, guys. I don't know a lot. So before Ain't that crazy. <laughs> Let's get crazy. So Yo, before we get canceled, shouts to Pop Smoke. Oh, oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. I, knew two songs, I don't know so that. I, nigga. I, I don't Yo, know. he dope, oh, man. He dope, man. He dope. Flossy, Flossy, Flossy. I heard two songs, bro. You from New York? I heard two songs, sir. That's so, all I know. So before we get canceled, um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but the great thing about podcasts, can't nobody cancel this shit. You either listen or you don't. That's it. Yeah. And sure. people can say we ain't fucking with them too. So I fuck them. They paying for this damn mic time? Right. They paying yeah. for the hosting? All right, Are on. they paying for my right. booze or they my, my plane ticket? I'm so. talking about the potential of somebody. Okay, saying that's fair too. <laughs> right, I'm done. Uh, now, uh, Ab Bros, um, it feel good once again to have everyone in, under the same roof. Um, it was great pod. Um, and as always, man, no soft talk when it comes to telling the truth. Yes, sir. So, so. Nah, that's oh, it. we done. All right, <laughs> bye. Bye. I don't know.